Monday, September 19th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, Meet Skelton praises the Lord for not being incontinent, plus taking a statement shit, a bowel movement that conveys a message. The second coming of Jesus just sawed off his leg, and Grandmaster Prostate buzzed his way to a win. It's a little boy's penis, yeah. A little boy's penis. It's a little boy's penis. A little boy's penis. Yeah. I grew to maturity, but my pee-pee remained the same. So gifted was I the proud to say I had a little boy's penis, yeah A little boy's penis A little boy's penis I have And I'm so proud, yeah Now it pays to see it It'll cost you 50 bucks it pays all that touching Dish out a hundred bucks And the sucker who cost you two hundred yeah. About to treat my little boy's penis All right, down, it'll cost you It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. I bathe in my own urine every day Because I always have these jars going I just throw in my bath water Mrs. Butterworth is twice as thick And it's made with forced urine Do you like me? Tastes kind of like chicken noodle soup. All right. Hey, freaks. Tim back here with you. Back to start a new week program. Got a uh, great one for you today. Maybe, possibly. I don't know. On second thought, I don't want to promise anything I can't deliver. And I feel like shit today. It has been the perfect storm. Oh, my AIDS immune system is coming back in a big, big way. The good news is that means the pandemic is over with. We're all out and about now. Co-mingling, commiserating, giving me all of your disgusting germs. My little body can't handle that. It freaks, it has been a bad, bad few days, and it all started on Friday. Now, remember about three weeks ago. About three weeks ago, I uh, came on this very podcast, and I told you guys quite the harrowing tale of me attempting <laughs> to take care of my lawn. It's something millions of people do. In the United States, right? They they mow their yard without incident. Well, I mow over a yellow jacket nest and I get uh, stung the fuck up. And, you know, everything I read about getting stung by yellow jackets uh, told me that, uh, you know, it, it's going to hurt. It's going to sting and it's going to itch for a couple days, about three days. For me, it like lasted a week and a half or something. It could have had something to do with the amount of times I was stung. After all, I pissed off an entire nest and they came swarming after me. Afterwards, I told you freaks, uh, I have just let my yard go to hell. I refuse to mow this son of a bitch. I don't want to get bit again. Well, you know, I kept looking at the yard and I was like, oh, it is it is turning into quite a jungle out there. I'll mow every area that I know does not contain a yellow jacket nest. How about that? So this past Friday... I finally mow the yard once again. I do the front yard and the backyard. And then I'm looking at that side yard, the one that divides my house from my neighbors. You know, the same neighbor that crashed his car on top of our parked cars in our driveway. Yeah, that neighbor. 
that strip of lawn, and technically, you know, half of it is is theirs, half of it is ours. That's where those fucking yellow jackets were. So I, I thought to myself, you know what? I know roughly where the yellow jackets are. I'll mow all around that area, but I won't I won't go into the, the spot where I got stung last time. Well, freaks, like Icarus, I flew a little too close to the sun. In this case, I mowed a little too close to the fucking yellow jackets nest. The, you know, my hubris got the best of me. I had mowed everything except for one last strip. And I thought, well, what the hell? I kept testing areas, right? Like I would I would uh, get, get behind the mower and I, I would be standing like on my driveway, basically. And I would just sort of like push the mower up onto the grass, getting ready to run if I disturbed anything. And n- nothing was happening. I'm like, oh, well, maybe the yellow jackets moved. And still, I was very careful. I kept testing little patches, little areas. I'm like, you know what? All right. There's, it's just one row. I got a mower. I just got to take this mower, walk in one straight line, and I'll be done. Those motherfuckers got me again. And this time, not just on my leg, on my arm. My right hand is so swollen, I can't even put a watch band on it. You know, I've got the watch band with the holes and you can see, you know, you can adjust, you know, to loosen the watch. It doesn't e- I can't even get to the, the first hole. You know, if you like take your finger and you like you push the skin on your arm, how it kind of like moves a little jiggly. Not on my right arm. It's as hard as a rock. It's itchy and painful and my leg's not much better. In addition to all of that, I've got a sore throat. I've got a cold. I'm snotting all over the place. It could technically be allergies. Normally, I don't have a sore throat with allergies, though, so I don't know what the hell's going on. I took a COVID test. I'm fine, but I was messed up this weekend. I was so tired, and then when I finally went to go to sleep last night at like 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, I could not. I was just tossing and turning. Eventually, I did. I slept until 2.30 in the afternoon today, so something is not quite right. That is that is a bit long for me to sleep. Technically, I don't even think you can call it a sleep. At this point, it's like hibernation. Anything past 12 hours, Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, I am back here to do a show for you. I hope your weekend was uh, so much better than mine. Thankfully, I do have a lot of great audio to share with you. This is probably going to be a shorter program. I want to cap it at 30 minutes. We'll see how that goes. First up here, while I am recording the show, uh, Mead Skelton has a live stream going on. Unfortunately, I can't monitor both, but I did tune in just to get a, a, a flavor you know how uh, Pastor Manning likes the, the flavor of the semen lattes. I wanted to get the flavor of Mead's live stream. Well, today it, there was a theme. It was church. Mead has set up this stream to sing gospel songs, answer prayer requests, and just have an intimate spiritual moment with his viewers. Thanks for joining, everybody. We are doing gospel and chat. So whatever you want to post, if you have a prayer request or, you know, a little story you want to share, a praise report, praise report. I'll give you all a praise report. Um, the other day, um, I was having those... Uh, you know, urge, feelings of urgency, <laughs> you know, when you're on the road and you can't get to a bathroom. So I just prayed and I prayed and I said, oh, Lord, <laughs> don't let me <laughs> don't let me soil myself here at the stoplight on the corner of uh, Glenside and Broad. And all of a sudden, all of that just went away. Yep, just took it away from me. And I was very thankful, you know, because I, <laughs> I was not wearing. Well, 
I didn't want to have to go home and change my underwear, but... I want to stop right there. Like, I don't want to start anything with Mead here, but I found what he said was very peculiar, especially right here. And I was very thankful, you know, because I was not wearing... Well, I didn't want to have to go home and change my underwear, but... Do you think Mead maybe wears diapers sometimes? No shame if that's the case. I mean, he's got some medical problems down there, it sounds like. When he first said, uh, because I wasn't wearing any, uh, I thought maybe he was referring to underwear. He was was going commando. But then he said, I didn't want to have to change my underwear. So what was he not wearing that would help in a situation where he may pee or shit himself? The answer could only be diapers. I wonder if Mead is aware that there's like a whole fetish community who loves diaper play. This could be his in. This could be how he finds himself a girlfriend. Find a diaper lover. Become an adult baby, Mead. You're halfway there anyway. You're still living with your dad. You don't really work or do anything a normal adult does. Just revert back to toddler. We need to explore this further. Now, During the live stream, I uh, got in the chat and I was like, hey, Mead, I want to explore this poop thing further. Has Satan ever actually made you poop yourself? Um, no, Satan ever. Well, no. (laughs) No, I think that's uh, actually probably too much fiber did that. (laughs) Someone else in the chat then asked if he uh, ate a lot of raisin bran for breakfast. I love how the entire stream has now been hijacked. Now we're just talking about mead's shitting habits oh well yeah raisin man i don't use raisin bran um i swear by special k actually but what happened was uh it's just you know it's a it's a weird combination if you if you're eating healthy right you're eating healthy all week and all of a sudden you have something with sugar and then it stirs up that candida i just realized who mead skeleton is he's my aunt The one who's always shitting herself. And she always gives crazy reasons why she pooped herself. He's like, well, we were at the restaurant and I had a salad. And I knew I shouldn't have had that salad because right after dinner that my stomach started going. She thinks it has something to do with eating salad that makes her shit right away. Or uh, sometimes she'll also say it's that uh, I had a Coca-Cola. It just agitated and I, I just let loose. Like, that's not how that works. Like, even if a food has upset your stomach, you still have some sort of control over your sphincter. My aunt, of course, has uh, admitted that uh, she's lost all elasticity in her butthole. That is where meat is heading. And he's like, uh-oh, here, come, here, comes, here comes the explosion. <laughs> uh, not the perfect thing to talk about in church, but... Uh, we are in church, folks. Yes, we are in church. So let's be a little bit more reverent. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mead. You are the one that brought this all up with your story about how you almost shit yourself in your car. By the way, he went from that story. He's like, I almost pooped myself in the car, but I prayed real hard and God listened. And then God sucked that turd back right up inside of me. He went right from that story to singing Amazing Grace. You don't realize how grateful it is when you, when you can find a restroom. <laughs> From the poop story to Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound. It was amazing, wasn't it? Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. 
but now am found was blind. All right. There you go. Just a little bit from the Mead Skelton stream over there on YouTube the other day. Moving on now. We have featured Leo Light on the podcast before. He's that guy that thinks that he can communicate with spiritual light beings. Aliens, I guess. Well, he recently produced a video with another nutcase named Vina Chalice. Now, if you thought Leo Light was a little nutty the previous times we featured him, wait till you hear when he has someone to play off of. They want you to go first, Vina. Just Hello, welcome. We are the Ancient Ones from the Dragon Realms. That's right, a dimension full of dragons. Winged beasts. Do they want to be humanity's friends? You, I mean, you know, all this fucking shit she's thinking up is just because she saw an ad for that uh, new Game of Thrones series. That's how dragons got implanted into her fruity ass mind. We exist here in this time and space to help you experience that wholeness coming back to you now. 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 So, oh boy. this is like the new age version of Christian speaking in tongues or talking to a baby or a cat or something. Yes, you're so cute. Is this how dragons communicate? I think not. Thought we were done. Not moving on yet. Opening at the moment. Opening, opening, opening ancient fields. You could say ancient fields through time to allow you to let go through your shockers. Now this, of course, is Leo Light talking. Notice he doesn't really respond to any of the bullshit the lady was spewing. He's just on to his own thing. She's going on and on about dragons and experiencing the wholeness that is reincarnation and Shaba Shaba Shiki. And then he's just like, I'm going to take you to a field, a pretty field. Well, what about the dragons? Assist you to open, to open the love within yourself, love self, love self. To uh oh, to open. To He's open starting to glitch. <laughs> She's talking to cats again. I'm sorry. He let you talk. He didn't interrupt when you were shavading and shibading. He barely got a couple sentences out about the the pretty fields he was going to take us to, and you butt in with your. <laughs> Okay, I mean, I don't know. How are we supposed to respond to that? Clearing, 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 clearing from the head down to the tips of the toes, clearing, energy bodies, clearing, activating, aligning, assisting divine rays to come in. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Oh my God, how did he guess my Wi-Fi password? That is amazing. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. This guy might actually be onto something. He's the real deal. We will assist you to let go. Vina will assist also. Guidance, they want guidance, guidance, guidance. I'm sorry. Now this bitch is putting effects on her voice. We are here from from the the avian tribe. We barely heard from the dragons. I don't want to hear from bird people. Dragons are way cooler. 
By the way, those birds talk like in a very uh, stereotypically racist African tribe voice. Come on, honey, it's 2022. Go with the program. We want you to fly. Fly. We want you to fly higher. We want you to fly higher, 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 higher into the 12th dimension. This sounds like a pitch to some sort of multi-level marketing cult. Are you part of Nexium? In which we all exist in memory. What I find really funny is after she's done speaking, Leo Light comes to a realization. Yeah, she does go on for a while. She must walk toilet. I need to get a new microphone. Yeah, he can't. <laughs> He's upset because he can't put on cool effects like her. I need to get a new microphone. God damn it! I need to step up my game. Shaba shaba shiki. I need to get a new microphone. Anyways, allowing now frequency change, frequency change, frequencies. I like how he stops for a second to mention that he needs a new microphone and then right back into speaking tongues. Oh, God, my audio setup sucks so bad. Anyway, well, I'll just there you go. Just a little bit from Leo Light and uh, Vina Chalice's live stream. Busy night for live streams, eh? Moving on now, you know I love uncomfortable phone conversations. I've got one here from a uh, a hotel. I think it's like a Super 8 motel, actually. Anyway, their cameras happened to catch a guest taking a big fat shit in front of the hotel lobby. Now, again, this is a Super 8 motel, so stepping over shit is no big deal. It's to be expected. This is actually one of the nicer Super 8s. Typically, the turds are left in your bed. Or smeared on the walls or something. So this guest, I guess, had to go real bad and took a big fat shit in front of the lobby. Well, there were cameras. High def cameras. They captured this asshole's face. Now hotel management is uh, going to give this dude a call to confront him. Hi, is this Kevin? Yeah. Hi, this is the front desk at Super 8. Could you explain to me why you would thought it would be okay to take a shit outside of our building? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That pause right there is him thinking about how he wants to handle the situation. Should I deny it? Do they know in fact it was me? They're accusing me, so they they have to have something. Let's see how he plays it. What? 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 You were on (laughs) camera. He's like, what? what? Give me more information. How do you know? And she just sort of gives it up like... We got we got you on on camera. You on candid camera now. Camera. Did you not realize that there's camera around our entire building? This stretch of silence suggests no. I did not. <laughs> you caught me. Whoops. So why why would you do that? Tell him it's because you had a salad at the restaurant. I I, I need you recommend. I was going to come back and see this, but I completely forgot. I'm not exactly sure what he said there. I couldn't decipher that. I heard him say that he forgot. He forgot that they had toilets inside, I guess. Then why didn't you tell me, like, hey, I really have to take a number two, and I could have probably even let you back into your room. Well, what can I say? Hindsight is twenty twenty. I didn't think about that. Yeah, man, not cool. Like, you are never welcome at Super 8 ever again. <laughs> Did he say I have to call you back on that? He's got to come up with a better defense. He needs time to think. 
All right. Well, she hangs up the phone. Okay. Okay. So good talk. People are just fucking animals. He was obviously drunk, right? Who else is just, is so close to a building that has, I mean, think about it, a Super 8 motel. They've got like, what, 25, 50, 100 rooms, all full of toilets. Plus, the lobby has a toilet. I'm sure there are some extras around. He chose to do it in the front of the lobby. That's what we call a statement shit. He was trying to say something, trying to convey something with that turd. All right. Uh, finally, before we get into the news today, someone submitted this in the Discord. I'm going to bet it was Miss May. Miss May's always uh, sending along great music. Now, I don't know if we're even allowed to make fun of the bars this kid is spitting, and he does spit a lot, like a constant stream. At a certain point, spit becomes drool. This is Eric Anselin and his song, Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough. Uh-huh. Diamond in the Rough. I think I am dancing with the stars. I think I'm on cloud nine. Well, he's not the worst Linda Fingal of Hammer we've ever featured. Right now. I think I'm on God's status. I think I am in the outer space. He's in the he's in the outer space. Uh he this whole video is just him dancing on a bridge. Thankfully there's a sidewalk. You can't bridge. stop me right now. I am hot like a frying pan. Hey, at least the lyrics make sense. Frying pans are hot. Someone just learned hot and cold in school. Good for you. I think I'm too sick right now to spit bars. What? I think I made a hit song right now. Might want to get a second opinion on that one, but okay. I can deal with the pressure, but pressure makes diamonds. Hey, that's true too. He did not write that line. The gods made me who I am right now. They made a hit maker. Have we got to the chorus yet? (laughs) That's what I've been waiting for. And I would die. It takes a good minute, 45 seconds, but we finally get there, I think. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. Diamond in the rough. Yeah. I'm the one out of one million. I think you get the idea. What I find interesting is that uh, he is on Spotify. Diamond in the Rough has received six million plays. And because of the success, I think he came up with a follow up song. Now, that was Diamond in the Rough. His follow up trying to capture that magic again is Emerald in the Smooth. You, You see Diamond in the Rough, Emerald in the Smooth. And you can tell the production value has gone way up, even though the artist remains way downs, if you know what I mean. Look at that. I mean, now this is a song. I mean, he's got some vocal effects on, which you kind of need. But uh, yeah, I mean, it actually sounds like a tune, man. Oh, hey. I'm good. I know my face. You can 
This song is obviously way better than Diamond in the Rough. Diamond in the Rough got 6 million views. Emeralds in the Smooth has only received 59,000. Did he just say the N-word? Hold on, I think he's been canceled. No N-word's gonna stop you? I don't know, man. It's questionable. What else could he be saying there? No... Maybe no one that can stop you? I don't know. No one's gonna no no one gonna no one gonna no one gonna I'm, I'm trying to make it sound like the N-word. Oh, am I am the only one hearing that? I mean sometimes I hear things that you guys can't and vice versa. Hold on here. I'm just gonna keep playing the N-word over and over on this podcast. Nothing new. I mean, it's got to be no one's going to stop you, but that's not what I'm hearing. But I've got racist ears, apparently. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre, twisted, fucked up news right now. Do you like how I go out of my way to try to cancel a poor mentally handicapped kid just trying to make it in the music business? Tim Henson, crusher of spirit on my business card. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to the show. If you enjoy what you hear, please consider supporting what I do. Best way to do that is to become a member of the Sideshow. That's our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. I've been at this podcast since nearly the beginning of time itself, or at least podcasting itself, back in 2004. Uh, like 5,000 plus episodes in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new uh, Sideshow exclusive episodes. Tomorrow is going to be a Sideshow exclusive one, and then we'll do another one later in the week, probably on Thursday. Uh, that's pretty typical. Best of all, memberships are very inexpensive, only $6.99 a month. Uh, it's even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. All that information is up over there at superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. If you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, uh, you can go right in those apps on your mobile phone. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, tap, tap, tap. You can start listening to all of the uh, new Sideshow exclusive podcasts. That way, it'll pop up on your feed uh, along with all of the free shows, which is pretty cool. Just another way to get Sideshow content. Uh, the final way to help support DV, we've got a Patreon account. Patreon.com slash Distorted View. You can pledge as little as a dollar over, the, uh, over there. Just another way to h- help support the show. If you pledge $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. You know how that works. Uh, again, patreon.com slash distorted view. Oh, if you do pledge, you know, if you're very generous and you pledge at least $20 a month, occasionally I send out uh, distorted view merchandise, little goodies and stuff. Uh, this happens to be one of those months getting ready to send off some uh, distorted view goodies to uh, my very, very generous patrons. So, uh, Pledge some money over there. Patreon.com slash distorted view. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, have you guys been following all of this news that's been going on in the world of chess? Apparently, this uh, young guy, 19-year-old, beat a world uh, chess master. I guess they're, what are they called? Grandmasters? It was a huge upset, and people are trying to figure out how. How did this happen? Well, an interesting theory has emerged. I'm not making any of this up. You know how serious I take the news segment. This is a legitimate broadcast. I want you to think of me as a uh, trustworthy reporter. Uh, Well, a cheating scandal is buzzing in the chess world with wild allegations of using technology, including vibrating anal beads, to signal winning moves. 
after a teenage newcomer beat a world champion at a high-stakes tournament. The theory, of course, is this young kid couldn't have uh, beat the Grandmaster on his own. He had to have been in communication somehow. And, you know, he wasn't using earpieces or, you know, like phones, watches. Everyone looks out for that type of thing. So there had to have been uh, another way he was getting his instructions. Pulsating on his prostate, apparently, is the way they went. Not only did he win the championship, he orgasmed three times during the tournament. I call that a good day. Hans Neiman, 19, of San Francisco, California, caused a major upset when he defeated Norwegian Grandmaster Magnus Carlsen, age 31, at the Sinkfield Cup, apologies if I butchered that, uh, in St. Louis, Missouri on September 4th. In the wake of the stunning result, the chess world exploded into such an uproar that Neiman faced allegations of cheating. He was banned from chess.com. Oh no, however will he cope without access to chess.com? If only there was another way to play chess on the computer. That was like the very first thing programmers invented when there were computers. Someone invented a computer and then was like, what do we do with this fucking thing? Let's teach it to play chess, I guess. Hmm, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, what is chess.com's rationale? They, they They didn't catch this guy doing anything wrong. They just banned him anyway. Beautiful way to operate, chess.com. Fuck you. All right, uh, even billionaire Elon Musk weighed in with a tweet mocking online rumors that a rectally inserted device was used in the possible scam. Which reminds me. Are you looking to cheat on your next chess tournament, medical licensing exam, or citizenship test? If so, head on over to adamandeve.com. Pick out something that buzzes real loud and powerfully up your asshole to give you that winning edge and really isn't it all about edging for a limited time get 50 percent off just about any item when you use promo code freak f-r-e-a-k at checkout adam and eve is home to thousands of adult movies toys lingerie necessities like condoms and lube and nipple clamps sure that's a necessity Pick out something you like, add it to your cart. Use promo code FREAK and get 50% off that item, plus a bunch of free gifts, including some movies and free shipping on your entire order. Look, inflation is hitting us all. Everything costs a little more, but it doesn't have to. Think about it. You'll save 50% when you use promo code FREAK, but you're going to get so much more. Like possibly a high-paying career if you ace that licensing exam. Just get a friend who can zap your ass remotely communicating the right answers. I mean, you can work out the system with them. Now, even idiots can become brain surgeons with the help of adamandeve.com. <laughs> Promo code freak. This is going to be another one of those ad reads that has Adam and Eve questioning their relationship with DV. That's fine. All right. Uh, quote, talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see because it's in your butt. The Tesla CEO tweeted on September 8th. Good one, Elon. Carlson is the reigning five-time world chess champion, while Neiman was the lowest-rated player in the tournament. A bit suspicious. His loss to the newbie ended his 53-game winning streak, and then he quickly withdrew from the tournament. <laughs> he rage quit, which features a $350,000 cash prize. He later tweeted, I've always enjoyed playing in the at STL chess club, and I hope to be back in the future. 
He added a cryptic video of a speech by soccer manager Jose Moreno or something. I prefer not to speak, he said. If I speak, I'm in big trouble, and I don't want to be in big trouble. Observers online were quick to accuse Neiman of using technology to cheat, despite no evidence of foul play. Players could use vibration-based buttons placed in their shoe to communicate with a chess engine hidden somewhere in their clothing to gain outside advice on what moves to play. Oh, the computer system predicts game outcomes and provides recommendations on how to win. The vibrating shoe theory sparked the unfounded allegations that Neiman was uh, tapping into a computer using a prostate massager or wireless anal beads, though the logistics of how that would work were unclear. So there's absolutely no evidence that he used anything, you know, to cheat. It's an even bigger stretch to accuse him of, you know, shoving something up his asshole. Well, now he's officially come out and he's denied his incredible win was the result of cheating with the help of a sex toy. Neiman insisted that his win was legitimate and suggested that he was willing to debunk the anal beads theory. If they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it. Well, it's not like you kept it in your asshole. I would hope by now, if you did have something shoved up in there, you know, you, you'd, you'd take it out. If they want me to strip fully naked, I will. I don't care because I know I'm clean, he said in an interview. You want me to play in a cl- uh, closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. I'm here to win. And that is my goal regardless. Interestingly, Neiman has acknowledged that he did cheat using computer assistance in online games when he was younger. But he said that was not the case uh, at this particular event. He says it must be embarrassing for the world champion to lose to an idiot like me. I feel bad for him. (laughs) All right, there you go. That's the big chess controversy. Moving on now. Second story we have for you comes from Arkansas. A couple is facing charges after investigators said a man cut off his own leg in front of his young child. This is what happens when you're not allowed to spank your kids anymore. The only way you can teach them a lesson is, I guess, to force them to watch you hurt yourself. In this case, sawing off your own leg. That that will traumatize a kid. You won't forget about that anytime soon. In an arrest affidavit, Boone County Sheriff deputies arrived at a home to find a man lying in front of the residence naked and missing part of his leg. Daryl's been drinking again. The man, identified as Shannon Cox, oh, Shannon, said his leg had been removed with a chop saw. And deputies said that a trail of blood <laughs> led to a large saw in the detached limb. According to deputies, the only other person at the residence at the time was a five-year-old girl. Maybe the five-year-old girl did it. Maybe she's a complete psychopath. If you don't want me to cut off another body part, you'll tell the police that you did it. Maybe next time I tell you to buy me an LOL surprise doll, you'll buy me the LOL surprise doll. Otherwise, the only thing you're going to be shopping for is a wheelchair. When deputies interviewed Cox's wife, Sandy, she said that her husband had made odd statements the day before saying that he was Jesus Christ and saying that she needed to get right with the Lord. Yeah, you should have called 911 at that point. Or at least, you know, taking him to the hospital to get evaluated. This is what happens when you wait too long after someone tells you they're Jesus Christ. Sandy also told deputies that her husband became violent. See, I told you. That's what it leads to. It's first, you know, like, I'm Jesus Christ. Do as I say. I am the I'm the Lord. I am your Messiah. It's never like a benevolent, loving Jesus, like the real Jesus. My husband claimed he was Jesus Christ. And then we went to... A soup kitchen and fed homeless people and we washed their feet. 
Then we went and visited the sick, donated clothes at a charity, raised money for immigrants. It was a very busy day. No, that, it's never like that. It's always like, uh, I am Jesus, and then he beats the fuck out of you. Oh, and then he claimed to be Satan as well. It was, see, it's not fun to play Jesus. It's more fun to pretend to be Satan. Sandy told deputies that at one point her husband threatened to twist her head off, prompting her to leave. Apparently, though, she left their child with him. She told deputies that she was afraid her husband would kill her, but said that she was not concerned about her daughter when asked why she didn't take the five-year-old with her. Because I'm a bad mom. I really use this as an opportunity for some me time, which means uh, going to a bar and getting wasted. Uh, the child, who was not identified, told deputies that she witnessed her father cut off his own leg. So in the end, it was a bad idea to leave the five-year-old with him. Both Sandy and Shannon Cox were each charged with a felony count of first-degree endangering the welfare of a minor, and they were released on a $10,000 bond. Both adults were ordered not to have contact with the child. I would say you both need Jesus right about now, but we saw how that worked out when Jesus appeared. He's kind of the cause of all of this. Mo Jesus, mo problems, right? All right, final story we have for you. From sawing off your leg to using an electric grinder on your penis. If I had a choice, I would say leg. Go ahead and just saw off that leg. A man needed to have a ring cut off of his penis. Oh, so it was it was surgeons using the electric. Uh, electric grind. I hope it was doctors doing this. A man needed to have a ring cut off of his penis using an electric grinder after his quote experiment went wrong. I can't tell you how many times we've read stories that are almost exactly word for word the same. People like to experiment with sliding things on their dick skin. The unidentified 38-year-old of Indonesia went to the hospital with severe penile pain and swelling. That's what I've been experiencing for the past 48 hours, but it's on my arm due to, you know, bee stings. Uh, he confessed to medics that the ring made of metal. I would never use a metal cock ring ever. Use rubber, something with a little give. Much easier to work with that. All right. He confessed to medics that the ring made of metal had been stuck on his member for 10 hours. After being quizzed about his unusual injury, the man also admitted that it got stuck during an experiment with friends. It wasn't sex. It was, a you know, a party game. They were playing ring toss. Not everything is about sex. Come on, guys. Grow up. Uh, writing in the journal Urology Case Reports, doctor said he was easily able to slip it on and off. Yeah, at first. However, it got stuck at some point uh, and his penis started to hurt. The man told doctors who treated him that he could still urinate, but it had become uncomfortable to do so, really pinching him. And the pee was going everywhere. Uh, surgeons chose to remove the ring using an electric grinder, uh, which are often relied on to cut through metal. Doctors were able to pull the ring off after it was broken, releasing the man's member. Cutting metal creates heat, of course, so the man's penis had to be sprayed with continuous saline injection to cool it down during the procedure. So they were spritzing it with water. They were blowing on it, icing it. Writing in the journal, doctors explain that the penis rings reduce blood flow through the veins, which cause the penis and testicles to swell. It's kind of the point of a cock ring, right? The medic said young men often use the rings to sustain an erection. However, prolonged entrapment of more than 30 minutes could lead to irreversible damage. Keeping the ring on for too long, and I think 10 hours would be considered too long, also known as penile strangulation or marathon chicken choking, can lead to gangrene when body tissue turns black and dies. In rare cases, amputation may be necessary. 
This man appears to have made it out unscathed. Many patients uh, may not be admitted to the emergency room in time due to lack of awareness or shame. Although there is no universally established method for penile strangulation management, ring cutting using an electric grinder is the most commonly used method. And again, we've read stories where the grinder has been used many, many times. All right, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Monday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Don't forget about the Discord where all the freaks are hanging out. You need to have an invite in, though, uh, and I've made it very simple for you. It's a very exclusive club. Uh, but yes, you can go to distortedview.com. There's a link to our Discord. Use that. Just click on that, and that's your invite to, uh, you know, you'll be invited into the, the, the server. So that's a lot of fun. Check that out. It's where all the freaks are hanging out, sharing links, chatting. It's a whole community over there. Hey, Tim. It's uh, Katniss and Kalanapin, uh calling to say I signed up for your Patreon. Hey, um, thank you. I mean, just in general, I've, I'm already a Sideshow member. I, I have to give you more money. Thank you. In more ways than I can, and hopefully I can raise it soon. But Good uh, Lord, I need it. I'm calling because of the audio clip you played of the wrestler Jake Atlas getting mad um, that uh, about something with his boyfriend and was saying... Oh, yes, it was... The, yeah, Jake Atlas, who uh, was a wrestler or something... Uh, got into a domestic dispute. He's, he's gay, apparently. Uh, got into a domestic d- uh, dispute with his boyfriend, and the police were called in. Yeah, no, he's a bad he was he was bad mouthing his boyfriend, calling him a bad lay or something. And all this terrible stuff. Yeah. So the funny thing is, you know, Jake Atlas is like, oh, I'm an international superstar, and uh, as I've called him before and mentioned, I well. I've, I've been training to be a professional wrestler, and I, I am a professional wrestler now. I'm not an international superstar who's been on AEWWE or anything. I'm, like, independent. But um, I have recently moved to Vegas, and my new school that I'm training at, one of my trainers went on a rant about just what an asshole this Jake Atlas guy is. Like, he uses the fact that he's, like, bisexual to, like be a dick and the fact that he's a person of color to be a dick like he's just one of those people who just kind of like race baits and gay baits like as much as he possibly can so I I don't even know what prompted it but my trainer was just going on about how like this guy was a piece of shit and when he got fired from WWE he was like actively telling us about how great this was and hopefully not I'm more interested in you and your career do you have any clips online of you wrestling what name do you go by how can we follow you and support you nothing good ever comes to him ever again so hearing that audio was just like, mwah, mwah. it was just cherry on top of this dude who's just going around and <laughs> yeah. just being a... And I think that video was posted like on TMZ or something. Dick, so was I was so happy to hear that. Like- Sometimes the audio on the show can be very frustrating, which is people being ignorant and just annoying, and it just gets you yep. like angry like Wild you're or something but hearing jake atlas do you use that to pump yourself up before uh, before wrestling and hearing that uh, audio listen to some of those infuriating audio clips from dv him pretty much getting his ass handed to him and sounding like a fucking fool was fantastic so thank you tim love you uh miss you kiss you one one you're my favorite uh femboy in the entire world i am not thank a you. femboy Bye. i am not a fem i am mask I'm a ma- I give off strong mask top energy. Well, thank you very much, Klonopin. Aside from that last comment. <laughs> hey, Pimp. Daddy Comet calling up about a recent episode where you featured some need clips. I, I find it odd that he 
he claimed that we need to take back musical theater from <laughs> homosexuals. And I find that odd because that statement implies there was ever a point where homosexuals were not the dominant force in musical theater. Yeah. And I, I find that that assertion, that unstated major premise of his statement. That's true. Be- was like music theater ever considered, um, you know, like macho? <laughs> I don't think I so. Plausible. You're absolutely right. You can't go back to a time that never actually existed. Also, Mean Skelton himself isn't masculine and macho. God. Hi, Tim. It's Stacy in D.C. Hi, Stacy. Um, I was just going to say, I do... I When you were talking about the butthole thing on uh, Seesaw, where the parents talking to the, you know, the teachers and stuff, I knew it was ghosty. I knew it immediately. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I think it's sad that people don't know that one. Yeah, Seesaw is that app that uh, connects parents and teachers. They can chat and shit like that. And apparently it was hacked. And uh, someone sent the goatsy uh, photo. Of course, the guy stretching open his big, fat, wide, gaping asshole. Uh, that's Kirk Johnson, by the way. I wonder if Kirk Johnson is still around. And, uh, and I think it's sad that people don't know that one. But I was going to say, with Couldn't all of your them. new listeners, one thing I haven't heard in a while is the Oh Bill clip. Oh. So sometimes you'll be like, Oh Bill. But then, oh, Bill. I don't know where they come from. So, a special request to you play it. Thank you. We don't have a uh, frequent caller named Bill anymore. No one known by the name of William or Bill calls in a lot. But if they did, I would probably go, oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. It's an old clip of uh, two people having sex. And the woman, uh, I guess, was really enjoying herself. And the guy fucking her is named Bill. Maybe I'll play it at the end of the show today. You don't need me to walk you through it. It's pretty self-explanatory. That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I wanted to end this after 30 minutes, and it's just it ended up being a normal episode of DV. It's always the case. I can't quit you. I got to give my motherfucking freaks a show, right? Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the program. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-4463. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Wednesday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody!
another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.